Welcome back to the Never Quit Podcast. Welcome back, Never Quitters. This is episode 44 of the Never Quit Podcast, and this is your host, Bill Higgins. Mike Tyson famously said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Man, is that ever true. How many times have you have you had a plan on exactly the way you thought something was going to go? You thought you planned for all the contingencies and something came up that you just weren't expecting. It happens all the time. The key to success is not necessarily uh, you know having a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, but just being able to adapt your plan when you get punched in the face, when you hit that obstacle, when something comes up unforeseen that you weren't expecting or you know, says things didn't work out exactly the way you were hoping, can you adapt that plan? Because the faster you can adapt, the more likely you are to succeed. And Mike Tyson, uh, arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time, was able to do that. You know, he had a plan, but he realized once he got punched in the face, that plan wasn't going to work anymore, and he needed to adapt that plan and move in a different direction. Um, and the most successful people aren't necessarily the people who have the best plans, but they're the people who can adapt the best when their plans go awry. Uh, almost everybody has a plan. I, I heard this the other day and it made me chuckle, but even the guy who invented new Coke had a plan. Um, and it didn't take long for Coca-Cola to go back to the original formula. So everybody has a plan. Um, it's not always going to go as planned. Uh, even No matter how much you prepare, you're always going to have situations where you have to adapt on the fly make changes to that plan first be first be able to recognize that they're that the plan is falling apart that you've been punched in the face and to adapt that plan um a very famous company that we're all familiar with and i'm sure just about every one of my listeners uh uses this service because if you listen to podcasts you're uh, technologically advanced enough that you stream uh television specifically netflix so i'm sure all the listeners that this podcast are familiar with netflix uh i'll tell you a quick story about netflix that you may or may not even know but when netflix first came out it was a dvd delivery service you paid a subscription each month you got and it depended on you know the level of subscription but the standard plan was you got two dvds a month uh in the mail you paid i think 7.99 a month the DVDs came in envelopes. When you were done with it, you mailed it back. They mailed you your next DVD. You had a, a list that you you know kept uh, on file with them. So they would just go to the next one on the list, mail it out to you when they got one back, et cetera, et cetera. You could hold on to the DVD for as long as you wanted, forever if you wanted. You just had to pay $7.99 a month. Um, but as soon as you sent it back, they were going to send you another one. They also had the streaming service. But when they first came out, nobody even really knew about that. In fact, internet wasn't even fast enough for most people to, to stream. I mean, if you were streaming television uh, or streaming movies when the uh, when Netflix first came out, uh, it was a good chance. There was a good chance that you were uh, buffering all the time and not able to really keep up with it. You had to have high speed internet, which now obviously everybody has. We've come a long way since then, but. It would be really difficult when that first came out to stream, and I give Netflix credit for being kind of ahead of the curve there and seeing the future. Uh, I remember thinking, who would ever do that? And now, that's all I do. Um, but anyway, uh, after some time, Netflix had their streaming service and they had their DVD service, and they wanted to branch off. 
So they were going to, uh, they, they, they formed a second company. Uh, it was called Quickster. Quickster, Q, uh, how do I spell it? Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. Quickster. And uh, once Quickster came out, they, there was a Netflix company, but they were branching it too. Netflix was the streaming, and Quickster would be the DVD mailing service. Um, it didn't go over well. Uh, the public didn't like it. Uh, they didn't respond well to it. And Netflix quickly realized that this was a mistake. And within a couple weeks, they immediately notified the public that they were reversing course and not doing this. Why do I tell you that story? Well, I, I think it's a good example of a very successful company, and Netflix is a very successful company now. It's a household name. Realizing that they made a mistake, realizing that the plan that they had uh, was resulting in a punch to the face, and they needed to adapt, change direction, admit it, and move forward in a different direction, and they did it. And, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of credit should be given to Netflix, and they did it so quickly that a lot of people don't even know this story. But for a very short period of time, Netflix was two companies, and uh, the second was called Quickster. Google it. Anyway, uh, you know, when I was a prosecutor, that was, that was a large uh, part of why I was successful. Why I, I, you know, I was a successful trial lawyer, and the main reason that I was so successful is I could adapt on the fly because no matter how much time you put in preparing a case, something is going to happen that you didn't expect. A judge is going to rule uh, against you on something that you weren't anticipating or expecting. Um, a witness is going to say something different than you thought they would. The defense is going to raise an issue that you never heard before. They're going to call a witness that you didn't have a chance to interview or get any background on before trial. Something is going to happen. You are going to be punched in the face. What do you do when that happens? And I was really good at that. Um, I was really good at going in there with a plan and being ready and willing and able to adapt that plan very quickly if things went south. Um, and uh, that was in large part uh, the reason that I was so successful uh, as a prosecutor. Um, that applies to all things in life. So whatever you do in your life, you know, think about the times that you've had a plan and something changed that plan. The, the course had to be altered. How quick were you able to adapt? And I think you'll realize that the quicker that you were able to adapt, to adapt were the times that you were most successful. When it takes you a long time to adapt to, the, to whatever uh, obstacle you've hit on your plan, those are the times that you probably are less than successful. So that's the skill you really need to work on. Yeah, you always have to have a plan. Um, like I said, uh, the guy who invented Coke uh, had a plan, um, and uh, we saw all saw how that turned out, and Coca-Cola had to change directions, right? The guy who invented new Coke, I should say. But anyway, how quickly can you adapt to those changes in circumstances and, and uh, those hurdles that you know came along that punched you in the face because like Mike Tyson said everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face it's how you adapt to that punch in the face that is going to make or break your success just to follow up a little bit more on the uh, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face segment uh, you know that that's kind of what happened to me you know this something this is something that can happen on a small or large scale you could have a small plan that falls apart or you could have a 
career plan, a huge plan, a life plan that falls apart. And for me, uh, you know, my, my career plan fell apart due to my uh, my own mistakes. I caused it myself. But, um, you know, the, the plan that I had for my future took a punch to the face. And uh, I brought that upon myself. But when I got punched in the face, when the plan fell apart, the, the key to success going forward was how long would it take me to adapt, to make the changes that I needed, needed to make to get my life back on track, to move in a new direction, to find a new career, to look at new options for my future. And, um, you know, that, that's part of what this podcast is all about in general is helping you get on track when your plan takes a punch to the face for whatever reason, whether it be your own doing or some external circumstance, when the plan that you have takes a punch to the face, how do we get you back on track? And this podcast is all about helping you do that. And um, I'm hoping I can. I've I've heard uh, from some other people that uh, I've offered some good advice and some good suggestions that that they've uh, implemented into their life and put them right on the right track. Uh, I hope to keep getting better at that because my goal is to help you get your life on track and to help you when your plan takes a punch to the face get things back on track so hopefully i'm doing that um the next thing i wanted to talk about in tonight's episode is uh, one of the keys to success is to broaden your your horizons um the the more uh broad your horizons are the more uh opportunities and options you have in your life, uh, the better your life's going to be. So how many times have you gone to a restaurant and just ordered the same thing? I, I know I'm guilty of this all the time. If I go to an Italian restaurant, I'm ordering the veal parmesan or the chicken parmesan almost routinely. I go to a steakhouse, I'm ordering the ribeye steak uh, almost every time. Um, interestingly, I used to always order the prime rib and, uh, you know, I I changed, and part of this, what I'm going to talk about here in a moment here will tell you why I changed that, but now I just order the prime rib all the time. So how do you get out of this rut where every time you go to a restaurant, you order the same food? Well, I'm going to tell you four things that you could do uh, that may that may help you in that regard. Um, the first one mostly applies to kids, but it's this. Whatever your mom makes and puts on the table, you eat it. Simple as that. You just eat it. I have this issue every night we deal with the kids, put the food on the table, they tell you they don't like it, I make them eat it because that's the only way you're going to try new things and adapt to new things and find out. So many times they say, oh, I never had that before, I actually like it. You know, yeah, you don't know until you try. You think you don't like something until you try it. So the second thing that I've done, um, and I do this a lot. If I go out, especially if I just go out to lunch with one other person. So I go out to lunch with one other person. We sit down to eat. That person orders. Um, as soon as they order, um, I just say, I'll have the same thing. Across the board. Prepared the way that they ordered it. Uh, with the same sides, the same everything. Just the way they ordered it. I'll have the same thing. Try it sometime. One, it makes it easy. You know, you don't even have to look at the menu. You wait for that guy to say what he's going to get. And you just... 
say I'll have the same thing. It's it's a cool conversation generator too, especially if it's like a business meeting or somebody you're trying to develop a relationship with. Um, you know, they'll look at you kind of funny, like really you like that, and be like, hey, look, if you like it, I like it, and now you've kind of built some rapport with this person. So there's a little bit of a added benefit there that I've always gotten out of it. I enjoy doing it. It's kind of funny. You get a cool reaction from the from the other person. You get a cool reaction from the server. Um, you know, so. And it's it's a it's a way to try something new because you have no idea what this guy's going to order, and you probably have never tried it the exact same way that uh, he's just ordered it or he or she's just ordered it, and you're going to get to try something new. Um, kind of the third way, and it's just sort of a, a you know a, an adaption on that is just say to the waitress, "What's your favorite thing on the menu?" And whatever she says, take it, just try it. Whatever she says she likes, say, "I'll have that." Um, one, she's, you're going to make her day because she thinks that she just, you know, made a great recommendation to a customer. Uh, hopefully, if you listen to a prior podcast, you're going to give her a really good tip uh, because of uh, her recommendation. Um, and uh, you know, you'll try something new, something different. You know, you could you could uh, do it two ways. You could ask her, you know, what her favorite thing is, or secondly, ask her what uh, you know what the house specialty is. And uh, th- that's some a way to try something new. Uh, the fourth thing, and you're going to laugh at this woman. I've done this a lot. Um, I've pretty much done it any time it happens to me. You go to a restaurant, you order exactly what you want. So I go to the Italian restaurant, and I order uh, the chicken parmesan that I always order and with angel hair pasta and a salad with Italian dressing. That's what I ordered. And here comes the waitress out with uh, swordfish and uh, rice pilaf on the side and uh, a salad with Thousand Island dressing. I didn't, that's not what I ordered and I would never order that. I, you know what I do? I say, okay, cool, I'll try that. She, and I, you know, somebody else at the table says, oh, that's not what you ordered. I say, oh, that's cool. And the waitress says, oh my gosh, we brought you the wrong thing. I say, no, no, it's cool. I'll eat this, I'm good, I'm happy. And, uh, you know, again, good conversation starter for the table. Uh, you made the waitress's day because she made a mistake and she doesn't have to go deal with it. Um, and you're trying something new that you would never have otherwise tried. Because I'll tell you something. I, I end up eating a lot of fish because of these various things that I told you I do. I would never in my life go to a restaurant and order fish. Never. I mean, at a seafood restaurant, obviously, that's different. I'm going to usually order a shellfish, like a lobster or shrimp, something like that. But like uh, salmon or flounder, the swordfish, I'd never order that kind of stuff. But I end up eating a lot of it because of these little techniques and strategies that, that I you know engage in um, just, to, just to broaden my horizons, try new things, generate conversation, Build relationships, build rapport with other people. Um, you know, hey, it's just a strategy that I use. It works for me. As I've said with, you know, lots of things I tell you in this podcast, I love to hear how other people do things so that I could try to adapt those things and adopt those things and incorporate them into my own life. So, you know, some I try, some I don't. Same thing with this. If I said something that you like, give it a try. If I don't, if you, if you, if you think it's crazy and you don't want to do it, don't do it. I don't care. Uh, I'm just here to help and try to give you ideas of uh, you know ways that you could broaden your horizon and uh, help build relationships with other people. 
uh, just some food for thought came up during uh, dinner tonight uh, we uh, we were having fish for dinner and my uh, my one daughter didn't want to try it and I told her all these things and I said you know what I'm going to talk about that on the podcast tonight and uh, hopefully it added some value to your life hopefully it's uh, something you can try to incorporate if not uh, no nothing nothing ventured nothing gained right as I've uh, told you before, one of the things I like to do on this podcast is just kind of share with you my podcasting journey, you know, how, how it's coming along for me. Uh, and um, each day I, uh, I look for inspiration throughout the day for a topic that I'm going to talk about on the podcast uh, that day uh, or the following morning, whatever I'm going to record it. Sometimes I record it in the morning and I work from some inspiration that I found the day before. Uh, when I record it in the evening, I kind of work off inspiration that occurred, uh, throughout the day. And really I'm fine. And there's, there's something every day out there. Uh, sometimes I'm to the point where I got to narrow it down exactly what I want to talk about, or I have two or three topics. Um, I'm, I feel a lot more comfortable doing this. Uh, I feel like I've grown since the start of the podcast. I definitely feel like there's a lot of growth to do and uh, more, you know, uh, hone this skill a little more. But um, I like the way that it's been coming together. Um, the one thing I want to say tonight, so one of the things I do when I record the podcast is I record it in segments, and um, unless there's a technological glitch, like every once in a while the microphone has some feedback or something like that, I usually just go with the segment as I recorded it because that's uh, what I said right from the beginning. I want to be authentic. I'm going to talk from my heart. This isn't uh, going to be a prepared speech every time I have you know some notes of the direction I want to go but um, if it doesn't come out perfectly uh, I put it out there anyway because uh, I'm going to strive towards perfection and understand that I'm never going to quite be there so uh, for the most part I only listen to it for the purpose of making sure there are no technological problems if I have a fact clearly wrong and I, or I misstated it every once in a while I might re-record the segment but very rarely I try to put it out there in its original raw form as quickly as I record it or every once in a while one of my kids screams or yells in the background and I got to re-record the segment but anyway the reason I tell you this is um I listen to each segment before I put it out there, and by the end of the podcast, I kind of have a feeling whether or not, yeah, I really like this one, or I didn't really like this one. Um, I, I'm not going to say I never really had any that I said I didn't like, but some I really loved, and others I'm kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know if people are going to like that topic or not. Um, up until today, I really enjoyed the podcast where I talked about, um, you know, when you strike out, go down swinging. Uh, that one I really liked uh, everything about it. I, I like the subject. I like the way I put it together. Um, you know, just my own personal feelings about my podcast. Um, you know, maybe somebody out there listening to this to say, "Well, that one sucked." Uh, well, maybe if you feel that way, you feel that way. But I, I share that with you because. The two things I talked about on tonight's podcast, I really enjoyed, and uh, I, I this is a podcast that I feel really good about. There is one one thing I'm really still working on, and I listen to a lot of other podcasts and radio shows, and I read books about people who are in the communication industry because I'm always trying to perfect this craft, and I'm a long way from perfection, a long, long way from it, but I will tell you one thing that is harder than I thought and it's transitioning you know from one subject to the next or starting a subject uh, that's kind of difficult 
Um, and uh, that's part of the craft that I'm still learning. Uh, certainly appreciate any feedback uh, that, that I can get from my audience on that. I really um, seem to struggle with that. When I go back and listen to it, I noticed where I had those difficulties, but I'm not always sure if my listeners did. And, I, and really, at the end of the day, it seems like the best transition is to just start talking. Just start talking about the subject that you want to talk about. And um, when you go back and listen to it, 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 it was more seamless than it seemed uh, when you did it. So that's just kind of where I'm at on this journey and, uh, you know, where I wanted to update you on um, how things were going. So uh, what are your thoughts? You know, tell me, give me some feedback about the podcast. Uh, post a comment on the uh, Facebook page. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, there's a comment section or a review section. I'd love it if you'd post a review. Tell me what you think, unless it's going to be really bad. I'd rather you tell me in private. Uh, I'm a big advocate of praising publicly, criticizing privately, and uh, hopefully I can be the beneficiary of that if there's going to be some really uh, nasty criticism. Give me a chance to improve it. So if there's something you heard that you didn't like, uh, you know, tell me about it. But if you do like the podcast and uh, you, you, know, you want to help, uh, help me help others, give me, give me a review on the uh, Apple Podcast review section. I think almost anywhere where you listen to a podcast, there's a way to put a, a comment um, or comments on the Facebook page. If you use the Anchor app to listen to this, you can actually respond uh, with a voicemail. And uh, with your permission, I'd play it on the air if I had that. So uh, the second thing I want to do more and more of is uh, offer to come out and talk to your group. Uh, if, if you like something I've talked about or you want me to get into something more in depth, if you'd like me to come talk to your group, get in touch with me. Uh, I love speaking to groups and I'm um, trying to do a little bit more of that. So if I can ever help you or your uh, organization, let me know. I'll be happy to come out and talk to your group. Um, but uh, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Never Quit Podcast. Hope you'll uh, join me again tomorrow. And in the meantime, never surrender, never give up, never quit. Remember, tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. Get out there and make the very best of it.